Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday Morning MV Pro Call. Today is Thursday, May 11th, and I'd like to welcome those of you that are here live, as well as those of you listening to to this via recording, which, of course, you can do by subscribing to Motor Vitality on whatever podcast application you happen to use, or by visiting MotorVitality.com, where you can listen to years and years and years worth of archives. So we're going to jump right into it today because we are very excited to have a guest speaker um, today to join us, and I'd uh, like to have a, a conversation there. So it doesn't sound too bad right now, but I would ask everybody, uh, you know, as as usual when we have a guest, to uh, mute your phones. Um, you can do that by hitting star six, and that will mute yourself, or just hitting the, the mute button on your phone, um, unless you have a comment or a question, which you're, of course, you know, welcome to, to hop in on. Um, so, uh, so without, you know, without any further hesitation, I wanted to introduce you to our guest today. Um, this is, uh, um, Jim Stern and I'm Jim, you've got a a pretty thorough, uh, um, bio here. And so I'm not going to read the whole thing, but, but, uh, as I mentioned, Jim is the immediate past president of the water quality association. Um, he is uh, he is ha, works with A.O. Smith as the executive vice president and general counsel um, and secretary. Um, since 2007, he's done that. He's got a long history of of uh, he's he's an, a licensed attorney and he's got a long history of working with with other organizations. Um, and uh, um, you know, I think brings a, a unique insight into A.O. Smith. As many of you know, A.O. Smith has been, you know, really uh, in the last couple of years, especially has really been a huge mover in our industry. And, and so I think it's, it's going to be kind of interesting to talk to you, Jim. Jim, welcome. I'm glad. Uh, Thank you. I really appreciate you coming, coming uh, and having a conversation with us. Um, yeah. And the Kelly, first question I have hey, for you is, uh, Hey Kelly. You know, yeah, go ahead, Jim. Um, I, I want to give one two, two tidbits of my of my background that folks yeah. may not know. So before I came to A.O. Smith, I was a, a transactional lawyer, um, and I actually represented Andy Fleckenstein in 1995 oh. when he sold uh, Fleck Controls to Pentair. Um, and I also uh, I also represented Bob Clack <clears throat> when he sold his uh, interest to his brother Rich. So I've 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 known the industry before A.O. Smith as well. So that was going to be my first question to you, actually. So you, you kind of, my first question was, with your background with these other organizations, how did you get involved with water treatment? That was, so, so, that, so you had some familiarity with it then uh, before coming on board. So how did, you know, how did that happen, though? You know, so you had the familiarity. What, what made you interested? Because 2007 is about the time that, that A.O. Smith really decided, made a decision to, to become uh, a major a major player in this side of the industry, right? Well, so in '09, um, we uh, we have a business in China that we um, make product in China for China. We don't export. We don't bring product back to the United States. Um, but we developed a really good brand in China on the water heater side, and we're looking to what else could we use our brand and our distribution. And we decided to buy a, a, a small RO-based company um, in, in China. Um, and then in, um, after we sold our motor to business in 2011, 
we had a lot of cash, and so I was I drew the straw um, in corporate development that said let's investigate whether we should get into water treatment in the United States. Um, and so we took four years uh, to investigate it and uh, talked to a lot of different industry participants um, and determined that um, our good trade name in the water heater side of the world um, and and how we go to market. Um, with uh, you know retail, wholesale, and, and the like, made good sense. And so we've now acquired, I think, five different businesses starting in 2016, um, and we're we're trying to you know uh, build up our North American water treatment business. So, um, yeah, and I I think we'll um, I want to come back to that. So that that's where I want to kind of end the conversation and come back to what A.O. Smith is doing. So. I have some some sure. questions about that and kind of want to go there, but let's let's switch gears for just a second and talk a little bit about your tenure as as president. So, um, you know, you're relatively new to the organization, or or are you? I mean, have you had exposure to WQA prior to you coming on board with with AO Smith? Uh, no, I, I, I hadn't. Um... But but as we so we're our company is 149 years old, right? So next year we celebrate 150 years, and our um, our um, our intent is to be good industry participants. So when we started getting when we in 2016 got into the uh, North American water um, treatment business, we wanted to associate ourselves with the right association, and so um, a number of the folks that were in our company. Um, who some are ex-Pentair, some are from Aquasana, um, and, and the like, were involved in WQA. Um, and so um, we made a determination that we should be um, uh, heavy participants in WQA. Um, and I was asked to join the board of directors and then the board of governors and, and uh, ultimately yeah. was, uh, was the president last year. So what do you bring you know each president that and we've had the honor of and thank you very much again I, I i can't thank you enough for for joining us on the call but you know we've had the honor of of having this conversation with you know many of the past presidents actually all of them since you know for the last decade and and uh everybody kind of goes into the position with their own passion you know with their own um you know what their you know what their goal was what was your hope you know when you took the took the home and um you know were you able to to move the industry in a certain direction that you wanted to to take it and you know what also what was your biggest challenge you know as as uh you know during your tenure so i i would say the passion might might be might go uh kind of first to advocacy so um I, I um, the government affairs function <clears throat> within the company reports up through me. Um, I have because we want A.O. Smith to be, you know, a, a reputable, professional, uh, level playing field type advocate. Um, we, we we have a government affairs department at A.O. Smith, um, and we have a, a gentleman Josh Green who lives in D.C. And on the water heater side, that's very important. You know, the Department of Energy and all the different regulations that go into water heaters. And as I saw, um, as I saw, as I came into WQA, and when I first got on the Board of Governors, um, as we started our strategic plan, I was the one raising my hand saying, 
I think we need to do more on advocacy. <clears throat> you know, we, uh, one of the best things about an association is you can do more banded together. And we have 2,500 members. Um, and, and David Loveday did a great job. Um, and the Gebhardt group did a great job. But I, th I think, you know, we can do more. Um, and, uh, you know, God bless David Loveday. Uh, terrible that he, he passed away. Um, so hiring the right individual for his replacement was important. Um, we, we did an RFP for um, whether Gebhardt should continue. And uh, we hired a new lobbying firm, um, Banner Group, uh, which I think will be great for WQA. Um, we, we've uh, introduced Healthy H2O. Um, and I think we've elevated our profile um, in D.C. and in the States of being a, you know, a, a respected go-to resource when it comes to water quality issues. And I think that's one of the great values and benefits that WQA can provide to its members. Yeah, I, I agree, I, and I love, I love that. And I think, especially with your legal background, that brings kind of a unique perspective to that. And I, and I also agree with you regarding Dave Loveday. What a, what a loss to the industry. Um, did um, so, you know, you as it seems like the it's par for course now for every president that that comes in that you have to face some unexpected you know, um, un, unexpected and, and sudden change. You know, we've had, we had COVID in the past. We've had, you know, floods and, and, uh, you know, I remember when Don McGee was, was president, you know, he had to deal with the hurricanes and, and we had a couple wallop, you know, huge ones. Um, had to cancel mid-year a couple of times last year. You had to deal with the same thing, you know, the, the, because uh, of the wildfires at mid-year. You know, did some of the experience with with uh, some of the previous presidents that had to deal with with that, or the board members that have had? Well, I mean, you were on the boards during some of those, but but do you think we're getting better at handling those kind of unexpected uh, events that that sort of throw a wrench in all of our plans? <clears throat> well, I, it's a good question, and um, I think it's it's the, the 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 answer is we have a very good staff, we have a very good leadership team. Um, Paulie, Tom, um, it, it's a coup, not just, not just because Mike Sennett's a lawyer, but it's a coup that when Mike retired from his law firm, Jones Day, and still wanted to you know, do some work, that he's now our general counsel. He, he's, uh, so I, I think the, the senior leadership um, at WQA and Kathleen and others th that are there um, were really, really blessed to have um, such, such uh, strong leadership. Um, and so, yes, I think we are better uh, at crisis. I think all organizations are better at crises right now. I mean, you go through a pandemic, you go through supply chain, you go through a very tight labor market, and you realize how, you know, how good uh, your, your organization is and, and maybe where some of your weak spots are to, to shore up going, going forward. Um, I, I'd say the one thing, um, you know, you asked about hurdle. I, the one thing that came up that wasn't a wildfire or a pandemic, but it but it's, it was was really a clear focus of mine was ensuring that WQA was all over the PFAS issue. And uh, I, I don't know if those of you that attended the symposium at the at convention, but um, th that was that was started nine months ago. And and you know the 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 value that WQA can be as a resource relative to PFAS, um, our our voice now 
uh, now that the rules come out from EPA and how we want to um, uh, how we want to gather all of the voices here and give our comments back um, to that WQ or that uh, EPA rulemaking, uh, I think is going to be important. And marshaling those efforts, um, what was it was a clear focus of mine. Yeah, really good point. So let's, if we can, kind of talk about the future, you know, of the industry. So where do you think the industry is headed? What's going to be the greatest challenge, you know, that, that the industry as a whole is going to face? And, and, and then I'm going to narrow down a little bit and talk about A.O. Smith's role in that um, afterwards. But, but in, in general, what are the biggest challenges you think this industry is going to face? And, and you know, what's coming up in the next five to ten years um, that all of us are going to have to deal with no matter what we're doing and what jobs we have in our, in our organizations? Well, I, I, so I do think um, educating rulemakers and uh, policymakers and regulators is going to be really key for our industry, um, and and to ensure that decisions are made on you know science and facts um, as as opposed to hyperbole and scare tactics, and and I I think the you know the rulemaking uh, that they have now for PFAS. I, I'm still scratching my head to figure out how, you know, 38 billion gallons of water a day coming out of water utilities are going to be brought down to point four parts per trillion um, for, for PFAS. And when 1% of that water is, is drank, I think we're going at this the wrong way. And, and so the education to these rule make, uh, policymakers of, you know, what you really need is you need point of use and point of entry solutions and our industry has those. So I, yeah. I think our greatest challenge is, is education on that um, and, and, and combating um, what I think is going to be disinformation or, or worse, unethical behavior um, out in the, you know, in the marketplace and in, the, in people's homes where people are selling not the right stuff. Uh, because we have got great solutions to help people's water quality. So... You know, that's something that I have loved that Polly talks about, you know, since she's come on as executive director, her focus has been on that, you know, a lot of it has been on that, the the ethics and holding people accountable, you know, um, because of that misinformation, which, of course, is going to get even more challenging with AI and and those types yep. of things that get out there. Um yeah, I, I that's I think that's always going to be an ongoing battle, and I think I, I just um, completely agree with you that it's so important that that all of us on this call and, and everybody in this association or organization or industry need to be out there learning. Number one, because not all the misinformation is is malicious. Um, in fact, I think usually it's mostly it's probably people who just simply don't know. You know, they don't they've learned it wrong or they, you know, haven't, um, they don't have the, the proper knowledge, but there is some malicious intent out there. And, and I think the only way to combat that is through certification is through education is, is, you know, being professional and making sure that, that the people outside of our industry um, are, are seeing the best of us, not the yuck, yuck, back slappy misinformation, you know, traditional, um, kind of sales type strategies. Um, so, you know, I, I have to admit 
and I, I want to make, I want to absolutely be respectful here, but, and I want to give you a chance if you're comfortable with this, Jim, to, to speak to this a little bit, but, um, you know, I want to turn the, the topic over to A.O. Smith a little bit, but, you know, I've been doing this long enough and a lot of us on the call have been as well to see, you know, these big companies come in in the past, you know, these big, huge companies, they come in and they, they suddenly, you know, they, they've been out there, but now they come in and they're, they're going to take our industry, you know, they're going to change the face of our industry. And I, I'm not, I don't want to mention other names, but um, there, there's certainly been a few, even in the last 10, 12 years that have come in and they show up and they put all this money and they have huge booths at WQA for a year, maybe two years. You know, sometimes they sign up all these dealers and, and, and then they're gone. You know, you don't, and these dealers are left with equipment that they can't sell and no support and, and, um, you know, because people realize that just because you have a heavily recognized name, you know, doesn't mean that everybody in this industry is, is suddenly going to start buying from you and, and customers, um, you know, don't necessarily relate that, that brand or that company name to the industry. Um, and I was a little worried, honestly, when A.O. Smith started coming in, you know, water heaters, you know, plumbing supplies, that type of thing. Um, I will tell you, I'm a believer now uh, of A.O. Smith, and, and, I, and I, I just want to um, point out to you a couple things that I've noticed and maybe get your, your perspective on it. But one of the things that I've really appreciated, that you mentioned the five companies that you've acquired, and having been in the industry long enough, um, I recognize that each of those companies bring very specific <clears throat> skills to um, to the organization and to the industry. But I think the thing that has most impressed me, and I've seen this for the last two years um, at WQA, is the A.O. Smith has a big – it's a big booth that you guys have at the show. Um, and then there is a huge um, – you know, you can look anywhere on the floor and see the A.O. Smith sign, but when you when you get there, you see all of the companies still with their own brands, their own logos, their own skills, their own people, all under one umbrella as part of a team. And that's very impressive to me. It shows that, you, you know, the A.O. Smith is coming in and not trying to change what these companies have done right but rather embracing them, giving them the resources to to grow and um, and you know consolidating that that uh, power, if you will, and I don't I don't mean that in a, in any kind of arrogant way, but but each do have a lot of power and you know and have strengths in certain areas. Um, now that's been from an outside perspective. I, I have no inside information on that, but it's it's the way. I'm perceiving the way A.O. Smith's coming into the industry and, and really trying to – I mean, obviously, we're all for-profit companies, and, and A.O. Smith wants to grow and make, make money and be a major part of it. But I'm not seeing mm -hmm. A.O. Smith come in and try and, and, and – try and, uh, it's, uh, they're not really insulting to, to the way we've done business. They seem to be embracing the strengths, the things that we've done right, and trying to provide the resources to grow that. And I, I'm wondering, if am I reading that correctly? Is that what's happening? Well, or? It, it, there's a lot to unpack in what you said, which is, which is great. Um, I, I, I think the, one of the uniquenesses of, of A.O. Smith is while we're 149 years old, um, and yes, we're publicly traded, the Smith family, four, fifth and sixth generation Smith family, still control the vote of our stock. 
So we as management, professional management, can think long-term. I'm the rookie at the company, and I've been there 16 years. Right, so you know, our, our CEO has been with the organization 29 years. Our CFO has been with us for 26 years. We, we think long-term, and we do worry about our reputation. And it, is, it has been interesting, this industry, to come into this industry and to see some of the machinations of other corporate players. Um, all, all I can say is A.O. Smith is what you see, um, and we do uh, – and, and this is an industry – where the boats, you know, the tide can ride, uh, rise and raise all boats. You know, and our, I've said this a bunch of times, and if you've heard this before, but in water heating, um, you know, we're 99.9% penetrated. In water treatment, all of the industry participants here were, you know, if you took out fridge filters, you know, 15%, 20% penetrated. So I, I think that the industry can really work well together to, to raise the ethics, to ensure that the solutions that we have for the problems that, that folks are, are dealing with, um, they just need to know about them. And the regulators need to know that, <laughs> that, that again, trying to take out, you know, all the uh, four parts per trillion PFAS at a, at a utility makes no sense when you have the op, uh, opportunities and solutions um, at, at, the, at, the, uh, at the home and the point of use and the point of entry. Um, I... You, I like your, um, your – I'm glad you recognized that when we buy companies, we, we don't – we try not to screw them up. Um, and uh, one of my best um, – and, and what is also help, um, I think we're proud of is, you know, Kurt Gruitt is sticking around. Richard Mess is sticking around, right? And uh, the folks that are – you know, that, that really brought Aquasana to the forefront, Derek Mellencamp, is still with us. Um, that's a lot of pride for the for the folks that do the transactions, that people want to stay around and drive uh, the company. And you know, because while I may have known about the industry, I'm certainly not nearly as knowledgeable as a Sam Cargi or a Richard Mest or a Kurt Gruitt or a Jamie Wickham. You know, so I, I think our our ability and now Sam Sam leads our North American water treatment business, and he's tapping all of those you know, Hall of Famers and former presidents of, of WQA um, to, to help, help A.O. Smith, don't get me wrong. Um, you know, we, as you said, we're, we're for profit and we want to grow um, profitably, but we're going to do it, you know, protecting our good name and being a good corporate citizen. So can I, um, this might be that question that, uh, that you don't want to delve into, but you mentioned um, one of your, your companies, and I got to tell you, in the industry, this is the one that I probably hear the most about from traditional dealers. Um, and and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm curious myself. So we talk about misinformation and, you know, what's out there. Um, and one of the brands that you guys have acquired is, you know, you mentioned Aquasana. And yep. when this is um, this is one that, you know, that I think a lot of people on this call, people that listen on the recording, when, when you mentioned that, what comes to mind is, you know, those two things sometimes, at least in the general perception. And I um, and I like I said, I want to be very respectful about this, but it, the general perception is that there's. You know, there's a lot of marketing and advertising that can sometimes be um, perceived as as um, some 
you know, misinformation. How how does A.O. Smith address that even within the companies that that it's acquired, and you know, how does it how does that change? Sure. Um, so Aquasana has been a has been a good transaction for us, and the people that are leading Aquasana are good quality people. Derek Mellencamp um, and and uh, the, the team down there are great. Um, there was there was one after we've acquired after we acquired them there was some concern about um, how one of their advertisements was um, ab- about softeners and and uh, we changed it um, you know we we, uh, we we looked at the the advertisement and said we you know I think that that's not where we should be um, and we we are vigilant on others that are doing that kind of stuff we send letters from my legal department to others. Um, that are doing what we think is deceptive um, advertising and, com- and competing against us. One of our competitors bought a company that actually came out of Aquasana. Um, they bought them, didn't change it, um, and now uh, just wrote it off and, and closed it down. Um, I, I, I would say if anyone's got concerns about Aquasana's um, marketing, send it to me because as an organization, we want to do things the right way. Um, but let me go back to the strategy of that, and I understand that you know um, water quality dealers are you know can be um, concerned by um, e-commerce and and the like. When when we were studying this industry, um, we understood that you know 50% of products and and solutions would be sold at a minimum through the water quality dealer network, and so we understood that we'd have that, have a strategy on that. Um, but we also understood that people were increasingly, you know, buying online, buying from retail, um, get, getting references from their plumbers. So we do have a strategy to be, um, hopefully, in all channels the right way. Um, and and I, I don't I don't know if it's Sam or somebody would say, you know, for for dealers, the 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 the, the online um, purchases at 11 o'clock on Saturday night are typically not purchases that you're, you know sales that you would have otherwise gotten. Um, our strategy is working well because oftentimes now when we have a call into Aquasana and it's more problemed water, we can refer that to one of our dealers. Um, so, it, the, again, the strategy is working. We're growing. Um, and um, I, I appreciate that, you know, that, that, that folks may have differing views, but um, I'm welcome to any, uh, any uh, overture uh, or um, – uh, correspondence to me if if you think that A.O. Smith's not doing things the right way. I love that answer. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate that so much. And that's, I just want to also just, again, from an outside perspective and somebody who advocates for this industry, I want to, there's a couple things as we come near our time here that I want to, I want to highlight there. Number one, when we talk about legislative influence, we talk about educating lawmakers and the people that are, that are, you know, really have the ability to, um, to, to you know, have significant change to our industry. Having a company like A.O. Smith and some of the other companies that are coming in that that gives us a lot more strength and a lot more voices. Because while WQA as a as an organization as an association may have 25 members, A.O. Smith has how many employees roughly in in 12, the, in the 12, U.S. 12,000. Yeah, uh, so, 7,000. Yeah, so that gives us a significantly louder voice when we go to um, to speak to these legislators. The other thing that I want to just highlight that you said that I so appreciate, and, and thank you 
for for answering the question the way you, the way you did is that it change sometimes takes time and so if you have an opinion about one brand or company based on something you saw three or four years ago um, then you've got to revisit that because um, what I hear you saying Jim is that you know you you guys recognize certain challenges and you move to address those and I, I think that's phenomenal I, I think that is worthy of respect um, you know there are a lot of people on this call that that work with competitors and other people but one of the things that I, I really appreciate about the approach so far is that you're coming in saying yes we have our business we have our company we want to be profitable but we also recognize the importance of this industry and we want to be part of that in a positive way would you agree that that's kind of a uh, an appropriate or an, an accurate assessment yeah yes and and I, I say that um, our leadership team our company knows that having a good name um, helps you in so many different ways and 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 you get the benefit of the doubt when you're negotiating with someone and you, you when you're when you're in front of rule makers and lawmakers and, and the like um, your reputation matters greatly um, so that's why as I say we we, we do worry um, about missteps and so the, to the extent that you know we don't do things perfect we want to hear about them and we'll own up to them and we'll move we'll move forward hopefully in the right direction yeah, excellent I, I appreciate that so um, just in the last couple minutes we have here um, they uh, any final thoughts or, or you know there's a lot of people on this call <laughs> listening to this call that they have varying levels of experience you know there's some that are in sales and some uh, in management and leadership but uh, you know so you you've got uh, you know your your final statement to everybody who's on this call listening in um, at varying positions in different organizations well I'm I'm, um, I'm excited to be succeeded by Amanda Moore and and for those that don't know her well um, She's uh, running the day-to-day -day of Atlantic Filter and has been uh, doing a great job there with um, uh, with Jamie uh, and, and Wickham, her father. Um, her focus on ethics and professionalism and doing the right thing, um, I think, is going to be a real positive for the WQA. Um, you know, she takes over the presidency 25 years after her father was president of WQA, uh, so it's clearly in her in her blood. Um, and I'm excited to see um, how she can help the association going forward and with her leadership. Excellent. And, and any suggestions on how people listening here can be involved or what they can do to um, to help meet those goals? I, I so um, at convention I said this is a very good association, very well run, um, and I was um, happy to, to to be able to be president for for a year. It is get involved, you know, uh, call Pauly, call WQA, uh, volunteer for committees, uh, get involved in, in uh, RISE and, and other programs. Um, it, it, you'll get so much more back from uh, uh, the time that you give. Uh, and so I'm, um, I'm a real advocate of getting involved. Jim, I want to thank you for your leadership, um, for your involvement, for your, your your candor on this call. I, you know, we did not prep any of these questions, and and uh, you you um, you did great. So, so I just I really appreciate you taking the time and uh, and everything that you and your organization are doing. Like you said, 
you know, rising tide. I always forget that cliche, but you know, it, it, what rises you're doing. All boats. Yeah, rises all boats, right? Rises all ships, and and what what you guys are doing there makes all of us in the industry take a look at what we're doing, and and if if for no other reason, just to compete, but also um, to really take a look and make sure that we're meeting the standards that that we as an industry need to meet. So, Jim, thank you very much. I really really appreciate your time. Um, and uh, um, would it be okay if I share your email uh, in the description of the podcast, or is there a better email if people have questions or comments? No, my e- email is fine. Um, again, okay. uh, happy, happy to uh, hear uh, from anybody. Okay. Home number, cell phone number, that's okay too? No, sure. In fact, I'll throw a party <laughs> next week here. Everyone's invited. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll party, right, exactly. Thanks very much, Jim, I appreciate it. And everybody else, thank you very much for joining us, and have a great weekend. We will talk to you next week, if not before. So thanks, everybody. Jim, thanks again. Okay.